Fly me to the moon Campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby. Master yeah. Marcus Zill. Come on, Jack. Jump on that too. Hi. Fly me to the moon. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? It's always fantabulous to have a student with us, a college student, an actual one, in the student union. Joining us today, I believe from Metairie, how do you say it, Nathan? Metairie. Metairie, I knew I was going to be, Metairie, Louisiana, Nathan Koenig. How are you doing today, Nathan? I'm doing great, sir. It, it's just a suburb of New Orleans, so just, yeah, you can say I'm from New Orleans. It's all right. I'm doing great today. Metairie, Metairie, Metairie. Yes. And you are a yes. student. Tell us where you go to school. So right now I'm a student at Texas Christian University, or TCU, Go Frogs, over in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm from New Orleans, like I said, mm-hmm. but I just finished my first year at TCU, and I'm loving it over there. So I'll be there three more years but okay. in New Orleans right now. The bottom line is, it's kind of an interesting story how, how we met. We met, um, didn't know each other, met at the National Youth Gathering, completed a couple of weeks ago up in Minneapolis, real present Minnesota. in Minnesota. And uh, you didn't say, you said that almost as good as I said, oh, I can't even, met Metairie. So, uh, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, sure, you betcha. So uh, anyways, we were up in Minnesota and I was uh, leaving after a long day of uh handing out bracelets and such and doing some sectionals just kind of overwhelmed by it after a couple of days i'm walking out getting ready to head to my car and there's a bunch of tables there people sitting down you're obviously with your youth group and and you you, you saw you must have seen my name tag yeah i saw your name tag i'm like no way that's marcus zill <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. but uh, you're like hey you know I, I listened to your podcast it's student union can i get can i get a selfie with you and i was like yeah. Wait, you listen to my podcast? <laughs> I felt bad when you said that. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it's just I don't run into I don't run into as many students. You know, you know what they tell people? They tell people that college students don't listen to podcasts. Do you do you find that to be true or or no? That, Obviously, I don't think you that's do. True. That's not true. That college students really we don't watch TV a lot. You'll ask like in one of my classes. A lot of people don't have cable, don't watch TV. They li- they watch YouTube or listen to podcasts mostly as entertainment. So, no, I mean, and different kinds of podcasts, probably not Lutheran podcasts for many of them. However, sure. a lot of a lot of college students do listen to podcasts, so that's not necessarily true if people think otherwise. I, I, I do myself, at least, too. No, I, and I don't want to give the impression that uh, college students don't listen to the show. I'm sure they all do. But... <laughs> But uh, it was just, it was a nice uh, thing at the end of a long day, you know, eight hours of 
handing out bracelets and uh, putting a smile on and 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 uh, being kind of on in front of an awful lot of people, uh, a lot of Lutherans, wonderful experience and all that kind of stuff. But it gets kind of kind of tiring at the end of the day. So it was, it was nice to bump into you. And uh, oh, you told me that, uh, that you went to TCU, you listened to the show, you've been listening to it for a while, and, and uh, I was like, hey, you know what, would you like to be on the show? Uh, yeah, I was so excited when you said that. Like, I told everyone from my church, like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, oh, so I'm going to probably be on KFUO radio. <laughs> like, not boasting, but telling people, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going places now. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Uh, it's okay. not just KFUO radio, it's worldwide kfuo radio that's true and believe it or that's not true. i've had i've had people i've had people tell me they've listened from in other countries to the show so it's not uh you know it's really a, KFU, yeah kfuo does a wonderful job um especially with the internet and everything you know once it's there and archived you can you can listen live stream and internet you can also, radio internet yes. internet radio you can listen obviously the show is live in in st louis on wednesday afternoons and then, uh, and then it's archived and podcasted, but people can listen to it live. They can listen to the podcast. And uh, so, yeah, there's, there's people from all over the place that listen. It, it never surprises me. But it was a wonderful, wonderful thing to bump into you. And I, I basically asked you, uh, hey, I think I dropped you a note later and said, uh, come up with a topic. What yep. it, and you wanted to talk about? So getting involved, like your first year in a congregation, you're uh, as a Lutheran congregation in okay. your college. So, yep. uh, and you have had a wonderful experience from what you've told me. We're going to talk about it in more depth later, but uh, um, so you show up to TCU and you started going where? where? Where is it that you've kind of made your church home away from home? So I go to St. Paul Lutheran in Fort Worth. It's in the downtown area. So a pretty, pretty large church over there. But yeah, I, I've attended there the ent- my entire first year, and I'm looking back, looking forward to going back there in the fall. And it, it's just cool me getting involved there. Kind of really stem from listening to issues that satter in stu- the student union. When I kind of changed my mindset on like how important college, is, I mean church is for when you're in college. Because when I listen to your show, and I think Jonathan Fisk on issues, et cetera, mm-hmm. they both both said that you know church is more important than even your education in college, and that really struck a chord with me. So that's when I looked into churches around the schools I was looking at. Then I chose TCU. St. Paul was the main Lutheran LCMS Lutheran church in the area. Um, contacted some people, and a lot of great stuff has happened because of that. So your show and issues, et cetera, helped me out a lot there. Well, that that's awesome. That uh, really does this old campus pastor's heart thump a little bit uh, with pride because that's really what we're all about. And I will point out that uh, you know, you know, normally people the other thing they say is, well, college students need so much help figuring out where to go to church. Um, we don't even have a chapter for LCMSU at TCU. I'll have to talk to your pastor or youth worker or something about that. Maybe they'd yeah, be willing to be listed I, in that way. Yeah, but you you use the LCMS locator, I'm sure, and just you found a church. It's not you live on the internet. That's that's what you do. It's not. Yes, I'm always amazed when people are like, well, it's so hard for them to know where to go. Well, you found a place that's to go just, in spite of us. That's not true. And, I mean, <laughs> so, you didn't have a hey. Here's a. I'm going to go to the. You know, we provide a, a place you can see where all of our 200 almost 250 chapters are. There's not one there. And then we encourage yeah. people if there isn't one, go to the LCMS locator and find a good church. And that, that's uh, actually. That's what you did. That's, ex- that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I looked first on the LCMSU thing, and I didn't see one at TCU. 
And then, like you said, I went on the LCMS website and looked up a church locator and really St. Paul's like the main one in Fort Worth. There's some others in like smaller towns around, but no, that's exactly what I did. You got it right on. That's fantastic. So um, let's set the stage here a little bit and get talking about this. Um, It's great to have you on. And uh, so there's a, you have a kind of a scriptural framework for how you like to think about this when you talk about how, how important it is to get involved. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot you can glean from Proverbs. So Proverbs 22, 6, I'll just say, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So I like to think that it's never too late for students to start becoming active in their church and not only attending the divine service, but doing other stuff with the members of the congregation. So it, it's tougher if you start later, of course, right? But you, there's ne- it's never too late to start getting active. And college is a time where a lot of Christians fall away from the faith, unfortunately. I try to look up some stats. It's, it varies, but it seems like it's a majority of Christians stop going to church. Well, I'll college. give you some stats. Um, and you're an accounting major, right? So you like stats. Yep. I do, too. I always tell people I love stats, especially when they agree with what I already already thought. Yeah, there you go. Those are the best kind of stats. I love those, too. That's that's how everybody uses them. Oh, can't use those stats. We'll use these stats. No, but I I decided I wanted to be a campus pastor when I was a a middle school teacher in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, decided to go off to seminary. I I literally decided because I heard a statistic. It was a pan-Lutheran statistic, so that means... Not just LCMS, but ELCA, Wells, ELS, some other smaller Lutheran church bodies. The ninety percent of ninety percent of all confirmed Lutheran youth are no longer in the church in any appreciable way by the age of twenty-five. That's a travesty. It really that's, is. That's what I thought, and I was like, "That's a travesty." That's, uh, you know, I was I was trying to I was explaining this at the national youth gathering in my sectional. In one of my presentations, I said, tonight when you go to the mass event, look out, 21,000 people, whatever it is, and just imagine, you know, eight years from now, now uh, 90% of those people, only 10% are still there. I know. That doesn't mean they don't come back, they get married later, and they're like, oh, you know. Yeah. But they're not, and and what I said was that the statistic was they're not in an appreciable way. In other words... They might show up when they go visit mom at Christmas and mom and dad or whatever, but they really basically aren't going to church to be present in the divine service to receive Christ's gifts or really involved. You just, you, you wouldn't even notice that they are around. They're just kind of out there floating. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. mean they've lost the faith. Um, but it's not a good idea to do though. Uh, it's, it's not, it's okay. not, <laughs> it's not recommended. So uh, yeah. you don't think it's too late when you, when you train a child in the way they should go. How do you think that equates to uh, getting involved at a church? How How is that helpful to you? So, yeah, I, I like to think that college is a four-year period that's going to set the tone for your church attendance and involvement in adulthood. Sure. So I'm, that exactly that verse isn't necessarily a promise, but it's a wise saying. And I, I really think it's true that the, the people who – get involved with their church, attend the divine service and really get to know the other people in their congregation. And they just enjoy going to church. Like I, I really like the latter part of high school for me. That was when I started really just enjoying going to the divine service and then just being with the people in my congregation. 
when you, when you just start doing that, like there's, you're going to have no reason not to want to go back, you know, and then the Lord's saving you from your sins. Like, why would I ever want to stop doing that? So that once you like, once you start training a child and that's really comes down to parenting is the best time to do it. But once you're away from your parents, then it becomes tougher to, you know, get back into something. But yeah, having your parents teach you is the best way to not depart and, from and something. And so you go off to, to college and you uh, find um, St. Paul's, was it? Yes, St. Paul's. Um, quick shout out to St. Paul's. If you're in the Fort Worth area, check it out. Yeah, I recommend. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and I imagine they were, they'd love to have you, huh? Oh no, they they were so great to me. They going to St. Paul was probably the best part of my first year of undergrad. It they they really enriched my college experience, especially for me being an out of town student. So, yeah, just they've been they've been so good to me and I'm really looking forward to going back seeing them. I've even kept up with some of the people over there. I've written some letters to people and and sent some texts and stuff. So yeah, I'm still keeping in touch even, even in the summer. You know, I, I have often uh, faced this, another myth. Someday I'm going to do a show on, on myths about college, college campus ministry life. And one, one of them is, is that young people only want to be around people their own age. Yes. And, that... and I bet, I bet you found it. I mean, you're around people your own age, your own age when you're at school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't. Yeah, I, I get tired of college students, and I know other college students should as well. But yeah, there there are definitely consequences to getting involved in your congregation in college, and then consequences for not getting involved. Tell us about those. So I would say for not getting involved, and these are a little more negative. So here we go. Sorry about this, yeah, but that's all right. one, one is a weaker faith. So when you're not going to receive the Lord's body and blood and hearing preaching, law and gospel, rightly divided, that's just going to lead to a weaker faith and possibly no faith at all. So when you're not getting involved in, you, you just don't go to church. That's one, one outcome. Another is your conscience being informed by only non-Christians or non-Christian sources that I've listened to some Lutheran pastors talk about how your conscience gets informed by a few different sources. One being your, the, the culture you live in, another are the laws of where you live. And the third are your peers. So when your, your peers are only people who don't have the same values as you that don't believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord, then your conscience is going to get warped and that can lead to you becoming more vulnerable to making bad decisions and just a very are you saying college students make bad decisions sometimes yeah i've <laughs> seen some firsthand uh, yeah, well, yeah i'm, from I'm, stories fif- I'm or, 52 you know, i make bad decisions every once in a while. yeah imagine now imagine being only surrounded by college students 24 sure. 7 when you don't go to church and yeah, you're de- there are definitely going to be some bad things that are going to happen. Well, what so happens that's... is you're, and I think what you're getting at is you get fed in one world, but not in the other world. Exactly. And so, and I'm not, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, not no, saying come like Amish and, you know, or, and forget about the world we live now, in. Let's I'm not saying... get into Amish phobia now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, dang. I'm, I just, I'm, I just. I'm... <laughs> I'm it's offensive. No I, big, I've already come oh, I play with it with you. I just, uh, I'm always looking for ways to add phobia onto things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but right. you're saying I, we're not I, retreating from, from the world. We're not retreating yeah, from exactly. the Yeah, exactly. But it's just being cognizant of, of the choices we make and that 
doing so, not getting involved with church is going to probably lead to bad decisions that you can regret for the rest of your life or just even looking on your college experience with a lot of a lot more negatives than you should be. So, And then, of course, lacking Christian community. A lot of college students are just lonely and isolate themselves. And when you're when you're not going to church, that's definitely going to be amplified because you, you, there's a good chance you might not have people that really care about you and want the best for you when you're in college. So, yeah, that that's just rough if you're not getting involved with your congregation again. No, it's it's happen. not easy to. Now, what are some what are some positives about actually getting involved? Good. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to get to that. So like we've been talking, getting to meet Christians from all stages of life. That's probably one of the biggest things. In addition, of course, the most important, Jesus Christ, receiving him in the Lord's Supper, hearing the preaching of God's word and being saved from your sins. That's the most important. Sure. However, getting to meet Christians from different stages of life is so cool. I read this book this summer called The Vanishing American Adult, and one of those hmm. steps the author wrote about becoming an adult is fleeing age segregation. Oh, and man. this stuff. And this starts in the schools when you're younger, from pre-K to when you're in college, you only hang out with people that are your own age. And again, it's good to have friends your own age, but when you're not meeting people from different stages of life, wise people who've experienced many different things, whether it's marriage or you know having different jobs and stuff, like I'm 19 years old, I haven't experienced a lot, and so do I. Should I expect other 19 year olds to fill that gap? I don't think so. You know, it's interesting. And in the the buzz, the, the main doctrine on any college campus, it might be different at TCU. It's probably a little bit better, probably much better. But I always tell people the main the main doctrine on campus is the virtue of of tolerance and 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 also <laughs> diversity. Well, you know what? God has given us such an incredible diversity within the body of Christ and our local congregations Amen. already. Yes. So it's, it's time yeah. we start really kind of embracing it. And I'm, I'm pleased to know that, that you have, and, and you'd like to encourage other college students to do that too. I, w I definitely do. Yeah. And getting to meet these Christians from different stages in their life, from young to old, you get a support system and with people who you, whom you genu genuinely connect with. And yeah, you're not always going to find that. And it's great for out-of-town students like me when you can't go home to see your family every weekend. You need that. You really do. Sure. You're going to have times you're going to struggle. You're going to need guidance and advice on decisions you make, whether it's dating, jobs, dealing with professors, other students. You really need fellow Christians to help you when you're making decisions or when you just need help, you need to talk about something. It's just really underrated, and I think we forget about that sometimes where we just go to church on Sundays and then forget about the body of Christ and just living that out every single day. So, so Nathan, tell us, uh, we got about six, seven minutes left here. Um, I want to hear more about your your account of how you uh, started getting involved there at St. Paul's and what kind of things you got involved with. Yeah, so like I'd said, so I'd, I'd messaged or emailed some of the people, the pastor and the lady who runs the college group at Fort Worth, in Fort Worth at St. Paul. So I do that after I decide to attend TCU in May. So a few months pass, and then I'm attending TCU late August and last fall. And so that first week at TCU, I go to orientation, and then I'm – I'm at St. Paul going to church that weekend. I'm going to go to the Bible study there. That was the plan. 
Sure. And I drive over there. I make it there. But St. Paul's really complicated to like get places to go know where you're going because it's built on a hill. So and I'm in Louisiana. Everything's flat. So I'm like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I go to I go That's to the great. place where the normal Bible study is, and no one's there for the college students. Like it's empty. And then I call the lady who runs the college group. I'm thinking like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like I have no clue what's happening. I'm just a a guy from Metairie. Um, I'm in big old Texas. But luckily found my way to the Bible study and just um, I got to meet some other college students from TCU that attended St. Paul. And then I got to meet some other members. I met pastors over time. And just really once I got into that Bible study, I knew that the Lord would take care of me my first year of college. Just this one when I went to the divine service. I just something came over me where I just knew that the Lord was going to take over well, you me. Know, you know what? If I dare say you felt like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm away from home, but I'm but I'm not. Yeah, I know. That's exactly how I felt. And I was just so happy about that. I got lunch with some of the other college students and I told them straight up that like I knew that the Lord had put them in my life for a reason. And so that I would keep attending church, get involved with St. Paul. The Lord's just been so good to me and I'm so thankful. I can't thank him enough every day for what he did for me in my first year of college. So, and it, it was just truly wonderful getting to surround myself with just uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ at St. Paul, getting to meet them and just do some really cool stuff with them over the year. Uh, just some really neat things that I, I can go into details with some if you want. Well, I mean, what, give give us an example maybe. Oh, so for, okay. A big one. And during Easter, I couldn't go home there. I only had a day off, like an extra day off. So I had to stay in Fort Worth for Easter. Yeah. So I was, I went to church that morning with some of the other college students and I didn't have anything planned after I was just going to eat lunch at the cafeteria. And that would have been it. That would have been Easter Sunday, which wouldn't have been very fun, but you know, I just was, that was going to, what was going to happen. That's right. True. I wasn't home. Well, this couple from the church, the Durkers, they're wonderful. They help with the college students. Well, they invited me to their family Easter party that their their family goes to. They invited me and then a couple other college students who had nowhere to go. I, I just couldn't believe that, that they, they just opened their arms and just let me come into their home and eat with them. They cooked some really good food. Man, I, I just couldn't believe that. Like that people were just that genuinely caring and kind that they would do something like that for just a little college student from Metairie, Louisiana, you know? Durkers, I salute you. That that makes me so happy to hear oh, yeah. uh, how, how that that goes so far, especially when older folks from the church, uh, you know, that they, they take, they think, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think, if I was these guys, I got nowhere to go. Where are you gonna? Be? They're not gonna be with anybody, probably. Exactly. You know, why, don't you, yeah. why don't you? I used to do that. We used to when I was a campus pastor. Uh, many moons ago, uh, I, we weren't very close to family ourselves, and and they did the same thing with only getting Good Friday off or whatever, or if it was Monday, I forget which. But uh, anyways, uh, we always had fifteen, twenty people over at our house on Easter, or Christmas, or um, other holidays, as Thanksgiving, things of that nature, and that that goes a long way because uh, we we are family uh, when it comes yes. down to it, and uh, they treated you like family and made you feel included. So um, anyway, so it sounds like it's a pretty seamless, uh, just got a minute or two left, a pretty seamless uh, introduction into getting involved in the life of the church there. It, it um, was amazing. Even yes, if sir, you're from Metairie. See, I just wanted to say that so I could say it correct this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any yeah, last thoughts that you'd like to share 
on, on well, this whole topic about getting involved or any maybe, maybe advice for college students out there? Yeah, just a quick thing. I'd, I guess I'd say just putting yourself out there is so important. Being proactive when you first get into college and getting to know, just getting involved in your congregation. It's just, like I said, really important. I can't stress that enough. St. Paul has been so good to me, whether it's the college group there, Ascend, with uh, Miss Jennifer Gross, her helping me out there, or just the people I've gotten to know there, the pastors, and like the Harrisons, another family that were really great to me over there that treated me like family. You, you know they're so all going to be excited that you're dropping they're dro- you're dropping their Yeah, names. I know. I want to drop a few names like <laughs> Pastor Bud, and Pastor Troy, and Pastor Messman. Yeah, they're all great. I'm, well, you know, Je- Jennifer and, and everybody that you know, we salute all of you. And Nathan, I, I I wish we had more time to talk, but we probably got to call it good here. But talking about stepping out and being proactive, you wouldn't have been on the show if you had not said, "Hey." That's Pastor Zill. He's on the podcast that I listened to. And so you demonstrated uh, that proactivity um, up at the youth gathering, and you got on the show as a result. And uh, I'm so glad that we had a chance to visit. God's blessings to you on the rest of your summer in Metairie. And yes. as you head back to TCU and, and talk to Jennifer and pastors or whoever else, it's not that hard to become a chapter. I'd love to help St. Paul's oh. get on the map. It takes all of about one minute. Sounds right? good. And other college yep. students can take one less step to find uh, the beauty of being involved with the life of christ there as well all right take care nathan yep take care god be praised amen sir uh we're here for the mascot contest too well that's all we have time for here today in the student union Check out the archives of this program at kfuo.org. Learn more about LCMSU at lcmsu.org. And remember, college is tough. You need Jesus, we'll help.